0: Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast, where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Windermere Coaching Minute. And uh, today, I'm extremely excited because I've got uh, my good buddy, Tyler Free. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Michael. Hey, you bet. So uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, Tyler, today, we have a lot of people in general public. We have people that are outside of the Windermere world and within the Windermere world. And um, I just thought I'd just let them know a little bit about you and then have you kind of chime in a little bit. But Tyler, you've been licensed since two thousand and four, so you've seen uh, you've seen a lot of this business that we're having right now. Yeah, it's 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 been a roller coaster. <laughs> so you've seen more of a, the market we're in, um, and you also you you were officially owner broker of two offices, basically the Kent office with twenty three agents, and then the uh, Maple Valley Four Corners, and that's got uh, what night Would you say nineteen agents in there?
1: Yeah, nineteen brokers here.
0: Okay. And then you also actively sell. Uh, you're also a dad of two kids, a six and a nine. For us, have had kids. We know that that's pretty active years for kids. Uh, lovely wife. And I know that you also have a good work-life balance because I also follow you on social media and I see all the fun things that you go do. So, uh, so was it always like that? Was it always like that, having great work-life balance and just this walk in this world of real estate being a piece of cake? Uh, not at all. It's,
1: it's <laughs> still a work in progress. I feel like Sometimes I have it down and, um, but always, always trying to get better.
0: Yeah. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today is because um, I know you've been coaching with us with Windermere Coaching for a while, and specifically uh, with Doug Simcock, but I've just noticed a change. And I remember, you know, I've been with Windermere, what, since 97. And I remember originally working with your dad, with Ken, yeah. right? And then that, then you trans- just transitioned into it. Um, but give me just a little bit of perspective, like prior to, to doing coaching and kind of working through some systems with Doug, I mean, where were you? And what was the impetus for you to finally say, oh my gosh, maybe I need to get a little bit of help or get some direction here? What kind of walk me through that at the beginning? Um,
1: I would just say I there's a lot of years where I was just winging it. You know, I was just trying to uh, do a, juggle a lot of hats. Yep. You know, when you're, you've got a lot of new brokers. So that takes a lot of time to get them up and going and feeling good and answering a lot of phone calls and all the things. And, and then business-wise um, didn't have much of a plan. You know, I did Ninja, I think about five years ago. Um, that's one thing I like about the coaching is just the refresher and Hey, I remember that part. Uh, can we go over that again? Yes. Um, so uh, the coaching there was, there was a huge need for that to uh, to stay on task and get better. Um, I would say, you know, we're a bunch of cups, right? So we got to fill up our cup uh, before we can help our brokers out. And then they can share that with their clients and their database and all the things. So,
0: yeah. Well, and I also noticed too, is that I it just, I noticed a different presence in like the way you started showing up. Cause I know when COVID hit, you also were doing some remodels. Um, I know you guys had a big remodel that was going on. And so now COVID hits and you're bringing agents back into the office and how do we maintain, how do we, how do we retain our agents? Um, and I know that, uh, a lot of the, some of the coaching you were doing with Doug was on that part of it, but then it was also on your active sales. So, uh, tell me a little bit about what are some things that you implemented or that you might've learned as you went through coaching that Doug kind of helped you out with, or kind of opened your eyes to hey, Maybe I should do it this way. Or what were some of the key things that you pulled out of that? Well,
1: probably the biggest takeaway is really focusing on that, that hot and warm list. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just, every time we go over that together. Um, during our coaching calls, he's like, "Man, you, you got an opportunity for another 22 transactions here." So um, he's like me, you know, you feed off the energy and the, the positivity, and he does such a good job of that. So um, that was a huge takeaway. And like you talked about, I've got a lot of stuff on the plate with the family. It's it's the the chaos of two boys right now, and always trying to stay active with them. So the work life balance. Um, he introduced me to the weekly design system uh, that Robin Sharma uses. Um, so Trying to uh, wake up before the rest of the house on Sunday mornings and fill that out and plan the week out. Um, you know another big thing that really really helped is he said, Tyler, you got to take a day off. You can't uh, operate at a hundred percent seven days in a row so um, that uh, stung a little bit because uh, <laughs> I love my job I, I love working yeah. and, uh, helping people out so we kind of we worked together and um, so Friday afternoons that's, I'm a big pickleball player, so I'll sneak out and get some pickleball in and then we'll try not start work until, uh, you know, noon on Saturday. So there's just a little time to recharge family time and, and kind of go from there and then really planning appointments with the family and, and date nights with the wife and stuff has really, really helped, uh, keep a cool head and, and, uh, allow me to pour more energy into the family and, uh, to the brokers and, uh, to clients.
0: Well, I would ask too, you know, prior to doing the coaching, I know that one of the biggest challenges we end up running into is that, um, you know, in our world of real estate, we want to do everything and we want to do it all right now and trying to get people to slow down and actually put structure into their day and structure into their week. And a lot of people are, Oh my gosh, you want me to be so planned. Did that change for you? I mean, once you started doing that consistently, did you feel a shift in who you were and how you started showing up? Yeah. You know, I always say,
1: I've always felt like somebody that has way too many tabs open yeah. um, and I see it a lot with our brokers, right? You're just trying to do a million things. So planning out that week, it, it's kind of like a weight off the shoulders. Right. And uh, Doug told me, make sure you leave some blank space. You never know when you're going to get that call. Hey, this house just hit the market. Let's go take a look. Or one of your brokers says, Hey, I, I have to write something up. Can I meet with this? Sure. I've got, you know, three hours right here that we can come in and go over it. So you, so uh, you can retain all information and stuff like that. So that's been a big part of it is having, uh, space to allow the chaos of life to come in. Right.
0: Right. Well, the other thing I started noticing too, is that you really amped up your information that you were providing. Uh, Cause I know that you do a lot more now on social media in terms of Instagram. I see you do a lot of your interviews where you're, where you're educating the consumers. And also I got to say, you know, you're probably pushing in content out there where agents are seeing you like, wow, look at this broker; he's really. He's, he's doing what he's asking us to do Did Doug talk to you a lot about, Hey, if you're going to, if you're going to ask people to do these things, these are things you should probably be doing yourself.
1: Yeah. He he said that a time (laughs) or two, you're right on there. Uh, I I think those videos are really, really important. You know, it's gone. When I first started in 2004, I was, you know, around a lot of people that were in, in the eighties and nineties. And I, I, you know, I think back of, you know, you got to tell them that this house is going to sell, you know, push, push, push. And, um, I've always just tried to be a teacher with it and I've, I've learned that from my dad how he explains you know the different options and stuff like that so with the videos it kind of comes full circle and um, thanks for noticing the social media I, I hired a social media coordinator and that's really made a huge difference over the years so uh, she does a really, really good job and kind of helps structure the, the game plan for me
0: yep. And did you guys talk about like your team? Did you do any work on like, you know, who should be on your team and what that looks like? And I got to believe that Doug helped you with like delegation, like, Hey, what are the things that you can take off your plate that you don't need to be doing? And the things you do need to be doing, was there any kind of coaching around that aspect of it? Yeah, we've probably gone
1: over it about four times. Uh, He calls it pie time. Yeah. You know, the productivity and, and then stuff that everything else that people can do. So uh, I'm a huge micromanager and it's a terrible trade. I've, I've got one of the small percentages of a peace personality in this business, uh, not much of a perfectionist. So um, really trying to delegate tasks to other people, is, it's been a big uh, growth for me, I think over the mm-hmm. years of doing coaching with Doug.
0: Yeah, I think uh, when you finally realize that there's certain things that you just don't need to do that you yeah. can drop your plate, I think it it opens up a window for you to say, wow, I had more time than I thought I had. Uh, to, to be able to do those types of things and what kind of what happened to your like if you were to look back you know when you uh, two or three years ago to your production and your uh, what I call your the rating of your life right on a scale of one to ten business on a one to ten um, what did you see the, the biggest some of the biggest changes for you were
1: well uh, definitely from a business wise you know when we first started coaching I felt like I was a six out of ten yep um, and that's lately has been picking up you know there's low months, right? Absolutely. Up and down and stuff like that. That's increased. Uh, Probably had my best year in real estate last year. I, you know, like you said, I've really been doing it for 18 years. So um, that was really, really cool to see. But looking back these last two years, we've gone on more trips, we've done more family stuff, more date nights. um, And, you know, the people that are, I always say the people that are happy at home are the ones that uh, really, really can do well in this business. You know, they can give their full attention to, helping out their clients and, and going on that route and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's made a huge difference.
0: Right. Well, and you have what over, what what's that almost close to 40 some agents, 40 plus agents. Um, what do you find are, your challenges are? Cause now you're doing coaching and Doug's helping you. Uh, yeah. How are you, how are you helping your agents And it? What are some of the challenges you see with getting them to kind of follow what you've been doing?
1: Well, I, I I think this year has been a little harder than last year. I mean, last year was really, really good, right? Yep. Um, This year has been a little more challenging. We're seeing a little more sale fails. Uh, We're seeing longer days on market on our listings and stuff like that. So I think there's two ways to go. People can uh, get frustrated with the market and not show up. So for me, with some of my brokers, I I try to do coaching once a week with them, either on the phone, Zoom, or in person, which I prefer, right?
0: Right. Um, Yeah, we all prefer that more.
1: Yeah. And if we can get them to show up and do that. That, That's the struggle I've been having in, um, you know, trying to get more people to come in and the scorecard, I tell you what, it seems so simple, right. But just keep track of the stuff you're doing. And, um, Doug always says, you know, you got to triple your flow to double your business. That's one of my favorite real estate lines there. So just as many activities as you can do and, um, keeping track of, you know, going back to the, the hot and warm list there too. So, um, I don't know if that answered your question. But no, it
0: does. Well, yeah. you know, and this is the, I think you bring up a good point. And I think that this is uh, something that like when you went through and you did the coaching, you know, mindset's a big piece of it, but um, you know, we have, we obviously have a shift uh, and I love it because um, I think it's Matthew Farrar who always says, you know, you can look at the shift in two different ways. You can say, oh my gosh, uh, this is going to be difficult and I'm not going to be able to succeed. Or you can say, wow, I'm so grateful that we have an opportunity to do things slightly different now. And I'm prepared. And if I'm not prepared, I'm going to learn because I have resources. And I think, you know, as an owner, your challenge is, is to get your brokers to shift that mindset to a place of abundance to say, hey, you know what, it's it's not the same. It might be a little more difficult, but I have a, a proven process that if I just like you said, if I'll stick to the activities and track my, my success and do those consistently, it's amazing uh, I think this opportunity is even better because we have less brokers to compete against because there's people that are just leaving the business because they're like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible.
1: Exactly. I'm seeing the same exact thing, Michael, same thing. Um, and just trying to get them to show up and, and and realize how fun of a job we have. I mean, it, it's always fun when you get together with a lot of real estate brokers, the, the war stories you hear, the connections right. you make. And um, you know, it's like anything in life, you got to surround yourself with those positive people and, that's how you take your business to the next level is get in front of those people that are doing stuff that you want to do. And I've really been focused on that the last six months, try not to be around people that are bringing me down and, you know, try and be in a room full of smarter people. Um, Yes. And and that's really, that's gone lengths.
0: Well, and I think tapping into your network too, um, you know, I, I know that in our coaching community, there's a lot of other people that are in your shoes too that share. I know I was just on a coaching call today and I referred to this person to two other people that I coached because I said, hey, they figured this out. Let's not try to reinvent the wheel, but let's just go listen to what somebody else has done and maybe tweak it slightly so that it benefits us. Um, and I know that you've tapped into that too. And you've also helped us out a lot. I know we tell your stories uh, when we do the ninja classes on things, that, unique things that you've come up with and ideas that you've done uh, that are helping you. What are some of the advice you're giving to your agents today with the market that we have today? I mean, I, I know we, we're seeing some big changes happening here shortly when it comes to the buyer side of things and representation, but uh, what what are some uh, words of wisdom you're giving to your agents right now? Um, just at our office.
1: I mean, we're, we're actively selling houses every single week, so it's, it's not the end of the world, guys. You know, don't <laughs> it, It's a challenge, but there's ways to overcome it. I mean, it's just like sports. That's, that's what I love about this business is you just got to mix up your game plan a little bit and and get in contact with people more. I'm, we just did a really cool client event. Uh, I teamed up with a lender and we did that. We did a cornhole tournament and we had, shoot, I think we had 85 people through there and just shaking hands and connecting and and doing the Ford conversations and staying in flow and letting them know that we care about them. And um, you know, just putting yourself in a situation to get referrals and, and help people improve their lives.
0: Yeah, what what are you suggesting for the? I mean, because you know that's a big thing right now. I've been trying to really push too. Is that um, hey, you know, this is a contact sport. Yeah. As much as we like to hide behind a computer and make sure that my 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 mailings are going out, uh, you know, you got to get out there and you got to engage. What have you found to be some of the unique things that you've done or that you've had agents do that are allowing them to get more connected? I mean, you mentioned a cornhole tournament. Give me some context around that. What'd you do? Well. Here's my favorite thing. And this has kind of shifted in the last couple of years. I'm glad you asked this question.
1: So we always used to rent out the Rainiers Suite because I, I love Cheney Stadium, so much fun. But you only get 40 people and it's really expensive. And then you split it with someone. So you're really only getting, you know, 20 people. So 10 couples or whatnot that right. route. So uh, we did one early in the year for March Madness because everybody lo- has a bracket going, right? So right. Went out to a brewery in Claw, one of my favorite towns over here. Um, I think we had 64 people through there, uh, the tab, we just had drink tickets for everybody. And, uh, we watched the, I think we watched the Gonzaga game there and everyone was hooting and hollering and it was just a really, really good time. So that, that cost me 480 bucks to pick up beers for everybody and connect. And, right. um, you know, you have them in a situation where it's something fun and they want to be at, um, and you can touch base and catch up on their life um so then we're like well that's really good and it's way less expensive than doing the rainiers game so then we said what can we do next so i I think for our brokers i try and plan out four quarterly events for them and i go you don't have to spend a ton of money um so the cornell one we jumped on the maple valley community page and rented out a pavilion which i found out later that had 120 parking spots so we could have had a million people there right (laughs) um and we, we bought uh, another set of Corn Bowl boards. So we had four of them and everyone tossed 10 times. And then the highest score, highest four scores got prizes. So somebody donated some Seahawk tickets, Mariners tickets. Uh, we did a gas card because gas can yep. oh, yeah, yeah.
0: a prize. Hey, that's a big, I'd love to win that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then uh, the last prize was a gift to uh, Farelli's restaurant over here close by. So, um, and, but the best part and the biggest takeaway of these events is it's not who shows up. It's the legwork ahead of time. So um, I probably reached out to 200 people and then I had it on social media and got out to everybody, did a reel for the event and all that kind of stuff. That's how you get referrals. Even if they can't make it right. Oh, that's cool. He's thinking of me.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, It's good to
1: catch up. And it's an easy reason to call. You know, these phone calls are uh, really hard for some of the brokers to make right now. You know, they haven't talked to them in a long time or they just got in the business. Um, So now I have an intent for that con fall um the conversation hey i just want to let you know we're doing a fun event for all friends and family and past clients. uh hope you can make it i think the key is is spending time to call them a couple months in advance so they can yep. get on their calendars
0: you get on their don't do a
1: weekend during the summer so we did it on a thursday and we had a pretty good turnout
0: that's that's terrific. and so now you're looking to doing like these like uh four year right uh, events that your brokers can invite people to
1: yeah, and we, we had a photographer there to take some family photos because I don't know if you guys are like uh, our family. We always rush to do Christmas cards December 1st. Right. <laughs> so uh, now they've got some good photos. I just sent them out to everybody this morning uh, that they can use for their Christmas card. So
0: pretty cool. Yeah, that is, and then, and then, and, and your broker, so your brokers are taking advantage of that, they're doing those types of things, and then do you have brokers that do their own, their own type of things as well, and in, in, in terms of, like, client appreciation events where they branch off of those, so they use your Forbes, and they're doing some of their own stuff? Yeah, we just had a broker do an opening for a
1: Mexican restaurant, uh, and she had a really, really good turnout, and everybody had a blast, so, um, you know, and then she supported a, a local business, so um, that was a really, really cool event, I think she did that about three weeks ago.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the biggest challenges right now is everybody's coming out. I I, I don't want to call it the COVID fog, but you know, everybody got so geared to doing zoom and I'm not going out and nobody's going out. And now, you know, with what we have happening is like more and more people are getting out there and communicating and we have less brokers that we're competing against. And so those are some really big, some big takeaways. And then the other one I was going to ask you is, uh, you had mentioned the scorecard. What are some of the ways you're finding to help your brokers to stay consistent with their activities? Because I think that's the other big challenge I think we run into, no matter what it is, is that we'll be good for a little while, and then something will happen in our life. Like you said, we have ups and downs, and it totally derails us, and then we got to get them back on track. Anything you found that's been working well for you? Yeah, uh, mixing
1: up the score. So I say, hey, let's mix up you know, the, the bottom ones and, and keep the Ninja 9 activities uh, so it stays fun. Uh, we have everything um, for the annual home reviews. We, mm-hmm. we have a spreadsheet and a, a calculator uh, for them to do them really, really quickly. Um, and Nancy gear out of my office, she got me hooked on birthday cards uh, two and a half years ago. So those are always the cards and I try and mix that in some thank you cards there uh, every single week on that, but it's just, people love it. And I got some branded Starbucks cards that I shoot out to everybody uh, and put them in there. Um, but, you know, you're taking the time to write a birthday card. And it reminds me of being a kid and running out to the mailbox and getting a $2 bill from grandma when I was right. you know, younger. Um, so that's been really, really good. And, and we're seeing a lot of sales from that, just uh, doing something different, right? Because everybody, like you alluded to earlier, just wants to do the auto flow. I love homebot but it doesn't really take much and there's no connection with that, right? Right. Um, this actually takes your time and you're getting something to them and then those annual home reviews if you can meet them for breakfast or coffee and go over them with them, it's going to go a long ways.
0: Yeah, I agree with you and and I think that the the key, you know, is that we've got to get uh, we've got to have that the face-to-face and the voice-to-voice. Those yeah. are really the big ones. And uh, the other one is just as uh, just having tools and strategies. And I love the fact that you've probably gone through this with Doug is if you have somebody struggling, hey, well, let's let's work on what they're not doing and why they're not doing it and try to get them past that fear so that they can have small successes. Right. So just a little success, a bigger success, a bigger success. And also know that you push a lot of your agents through the NINJA program, because right? I've I've had a lot of them in our NINJA classes. Um, and so you're still speaking the language, right? The fact that, you know, and I think this is a big one and Doug will say this too, is that, you know, if you want people to do something, you got to be willing to show up the way they're showing up. And Michael, I want to, I want to give a plug for that.
1: The Ninja installation, uh, that was probably the most pivotal part of my career is going through that. Um, and then another big reason for doing coaching is I have a short memory.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I think we able all do. To,
1: Being able to go over that, uh, you know, on a consistent basis and sharpen the skills. And um, well, Doug always said, well, we got a handout for that. I'll I'll shoot it over to you after the call. And um, very, very beneficial. And you guys do such a good job. And I've never had a broker come back and not be uh, on an absolute high uh, and uh, excited
0: after taking that. Well, and I think, and and the fact that you said that, you know, the ninja is so great. And then you said, you know, then you did coaching. I think the other thing that's the really big piece is that, you know, so many times people will say, well, I took this class or, or I'll see somebody and they go, oh my God, ninja was amazing. And I'm going, okay, great. So how's it been working for you? Oh, I, it was a great class, but I got so busy when I got back. I just, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to it. Right. As opposed to, hey, I know I got this call coming up with my coach. I better get this done, or I've got to have that done, or I need to do this, or we're going to share ideas, or we're going to pick up, you said, pick up energy off of each other and i think that that's the big thing and so one of the things i would always say to anybody who's listening who's in the business and been through ninja either get a coach or get an accountability partner because i think that's where we see the next step right that's where we see people go to that next level is they you know they implement a few things but man once they get an accountability partner or once they get tapped into a ninja group or a coach then they go to that they jump up to that next level and everybody always says the
1: 80-20 rule right but I really think it's more of a 90, 10. I think 10% of these real estate brokers are doing 90% of the business. Yeah. So um, coaching is the best route to get you to that level of production, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, and you've been doing it for two years. I think, um, you know, coaching is, in my opinion, it's, it's like anything else. It's like if you're playing sports and you I know you're a big sports fan. I mean, even the the best of the athletes that you see today that have been in the NFL or in the NBA or in, in NHL for how many years? Guess what? Guess who's behind them? They all have a coach, yeah, or trainer. I mean, they're 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 running the basics every single time, and that gives them that level of mastery. Going back to what you said, that ten percent that just have this business dialed in, and when we have a shift in the market like we've had, there's no panic. Yeah like, well, it's, it's a different market. I've been through it or I'm going to go through it, and but I've got my tools and my base that's going to allow me to succeed, right? Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so um, one thing I, you brought up, and I just want to touch on this and we'll wrap up, is I love you said, keep it simple, simplicity. Um, I do believe sometimes in our business, we tend to overcomplicate things where we have to think, oh, grandiose or this big idea when really... It's, it's more the consistency and it's the small little things that if you'll just do on a regular basis and not uh, get complicated, I know you said you're not a perfectionist. Uh, I'm not either. It makes me crazy. If you give me a spreadsheet or try, I'm just like, oh, stop, I just can't do it. But simple for me is, is critical. If it's not simple, uh, it's hard to replicate it. I think in
1: this business, uh, we, a lot of us, a lot of the brokers suffer from paralysis by analysis, Yep. And I don't know if it exists as much, nearly as much as it does in real estate. So um, I always say the 81% rule, you know, just learn it, take, take it, uh, put it into effect, and then try and perfect it a little bit down the road kind of thing. So right. it's like you were talking about after ninjas, you know, people aren't doing the systems and stuff like that. You don't have to be great about it. And Doug told me that when I first started coaching, he goes, I, I think he said, you only have to win 42, 40 weeks out of the year, correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah, like 40 that. weeks
0: out of the year, yep.
1: Exactly. So, um, even if you have those bad weeks, but that's my favorite part of coaching is he goes, you know, you get over 80% on these scorecards and it's a win, right? It's just it's a like win. school. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to meet and have a D right. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Well, you know, and that it's interesting too, because, and for the listeners out there, like we'll talk about property views and we'll talk about giving people a, a, a range of value, and then people will spend hours trying to figure out what the perfect range is. And I said, you guys, it's not the range that we're trying to get to. It's trying to, you get some information in front of your client to start a conversation. It's not the range. It's not the property view. It's the conversation about life that matters the most. And once they get, then once they figure that out, right. And once agents start figuring, they go, oh, wow, then I can make a congratulations call. I can make a thank you call. I can make, I was thinking about you call. And they get away from all the minutia of the, of the analysis and they get back to, hey, you know what? I'm just building relationships and I, and when I identify something that I can provide a solution to, I'm going to be there. And that I think is once they get to that point, then it's amazing how all of a sudden then they just take off. Yeah,
1: exactly. I like that.
0: But yeah, simplicity. Keep it simple. Don't don't overcomplicate things. Well, any anything else uh, that comes to mind for you in terms of just how you have transitioned to where you are today and. I mean, uh, what's your plans for uh 2023? Are you are you are you on that trajectory to go to the next level of where you, you see yourself in terms of your business and your company?
1: I do, yeah. I I mean the goal is obviously to try and add some more brokers to the firm and then and that's the fun part of the position I'm in is you get to see these people grow or you know, people are transitioning or getting right out of school and jumping into real estate and then they they have to fight and grind for that first year and then it just clicks. Yeah. Um, so we're just continue with trying to improve the work-life balance. But I mean, that's been the fun part of this is being able to um, succeed and, and not stress where the next transactions come in because I'm staying in flow with everybody and the referrals are coming in. Um, those customer service calls, Michael, I apologize. I didn't bring that up, but <clears throat> for the real estate brokers out there, do it on a Thursday or a Friday and. And don't be nervous if you don't, uh, if they don't answer, right? Just leave them a message. You know, hey, just want to call and give you a heads up. Here's what's going on in the transaction. Or I know we're thinking about listing in uh, the end of October. Here's a couple houses that have hit the market. That's where you get the referrals from. I know Doug yep. told me this one time. It's, it's not asking for the referral. It's those consistent customers calls and doing such a good job. They can't help but refer you time and time again.
0: Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, it was interesting. Doug and I were talking the other day and I said, hey, Doug, we're getting old. He and I, I said, uh, I said, well, you know what I love to see is people like yourself, right? Uh, the younger generations that are doing things slightly different, that are embracing new technologies. I mean, the fact that you're doing things on Reels and Instagram. Do you have a TikTok account, by the way? Just curious. Uh, I, uh, apparently, I just
1: started one last week, but I think my son hijacked it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know I got to tell you I, le- I learned TikTok from my daughter. So, um, yeah. but but my point is is that you know uh, this business is going to continue on, and it's being open to new ideas and new concepts, and also learning every day like you're doing. I think is critical, and uh, you know always knowing that hey, you know whatever's whatever's ahead of us, we have the ability to deal with it and to be as the best we can uh, with the tools that we have at our disposal. But also. I mean, you know, agents benefiting from people like yourself that are providing a different level of service and value, specifically in your marketplace, right, to agents, hey, you know what, if if you want help, here's here's a, a true system that we know we can implement for you that can get you up and running and get you using it, and by the way, what I love about it is that you're doing it yourself, and you're also making new ideas and nuances to it that, you know, maybe Doug and I didn't even think about, so um, that's what keeps us energized is when we get to work with people like yourself and say, hey, I thought about this or I thought about that. And we come up with new ways to help other people, too. So uh, so I, I guess in a, that's a long way of me saying thank you, Tyler. <laughs> thank
1: you, Michael. But, hey, I really appreciate you having me on here. Very cool. Very honored. And um, just it's fun to follow what you guys are doing. You guys are making a big difference. So, yeah.
0: well, hey, I have a question for you. If people want to get a hold of you to find out more of what you're doing or how you're doing it, uh, what's the best way for them to get, get in contact with you?
1: Uh, They can just go to my website, tylerfreed.com, or they can follow me on on Instagram, tylerfreedRE. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and that's what I love about Windermere. Anybody can call anytime and I'll um, let them bounce questions back and forth and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the collaboration is key.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think that the more that that happens, specifically in your world, right, I mean, as an owner, is where you're collaborating with more of those like-minded owners and saying, hey, how are we collectively showing up so that we raise the bar of what we do in our industry? I think that's huge. And uh, I love the fact that you're also implementing in your everyday uh, business as well, you know, in, in selling. So uh, kudos to you. Uh, any, any good books you're reading right now or any good podcasts you're listening to you want to share?
1: ah oh, what is the latest um hmm. i have been starting the morning with uh just jumping on uh after i do my workout instagram motivational stuff and just getting pumped up yeah and i love i love watching your stuff too michael it's uh <laughs> they do you. such a good job and so consistent with it and uh
0: I don't have to read all the books because I can just follow what you're saying. Yeah, you just follow what I'm saying. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, you know, it's 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 kind of uh, what, what I should say. It's selfish of me that I do it only because I do do it to help other people. But also, it's one of my accountability pieces. I know that if I know that I've got to do that warm-up in the morning, that I'm going to get myself information, right? It's going to allow me to do it. So it causes me to stay on task of learning every day because like anything else, you know, like you said, I got, you got to walk the walk. So if you're going to ask people to do it, you got to be willing to do it yourself and show up. So, but thank you. I I appreciate that. Right, Tyler. Well, Hey, um, I won't keep any longer. I I thank you. I'll put your contact information into the show notes for everybody. And uh, I just want to thank you uh, for taking the time today and for being the person that you are. And also thank you for coaching with Winner Coaching. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. Have a good rest. Hey, you too. And we'll end these like we end them with everybody. Hey, I want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. If you feel we're hitting the mark, please share our content. We love that. And we always end by telling everybody to be awesome and help somebody and to make it a great day. Tyler, thanks so much. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.